This, 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 this is mythical. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Nicole, I'm just trying to understand the other path of pork, chicken, and love. Are you? Is that Randy Newman? Nope. This, this is, is a hot dog in the sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to a podcast, <laughs> the hot dog in the sandwich. I'm Randy Newman. And I'm, I'm in shambles. <laughs> We got to quickly explain where that where that intro came from. So what had happened oh. was we were trying to think of Phil Rosenthal, friend of the show's uh, theme, theme song. Somebody Feed Phil. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that was a brief excerpt. But when I started singing it, I had immediately pivoted to a bang-up Randy Newman. Real 10 out of 10. Uh, if you need a prim rom Randy Newman uh, Toy Story yeah, theme yeah. song. Yeah, you got a friend in me. You got a friend. You know, it's kind of like that. So Short people got. No. How are you so good at this? I think, can I tell you what it was? Uh, Will Sasso on Mad TV, I think, used oh. to do a Randy Newman impression. <laughs> and I'd probably only seen that and never heard a Randy Newman song. Um, wow, Will Sasso's the goat <laughs> of Mad TV. Speaking of goats, today we're going to be talking about what's the best animal to eat. Now, Josh, there's so many animals. There's out too there. many animals out there, and here's the thing I uh-huh. think about a lot: what's they the outnumber us, the animal kingdom. Obviously, that's yeah. what I'm saying. If they all wanted to band together and rise up, but the thing is, uh-huh. humans, uh, an interesting part of our brain in evolution, mm-hmm. which was spurred by the ability to cook animals, of course, making digestion a lot more efficient, making our uh-huh. brains uh, bigger and our stomachs and all of our digestive organs smaller. We're able to believe in collective fictions, right? Collective that, like, fictions, like a community is a thing, yeah, that yeah. a state is a thing, that God is a thing. Sure, that, that's yeah. able to band us together. But if the deer and the octopus. <laughs> ever could figure out a way to mobilize oh together, God. they would overrun us, and then they would be having podcasts about which type of human is most delicious to eat. And the answer would be those in College proximity graduates. to oh. Taco Bell. <laughs> Two different thoughts. <laughs> so they were kind of perfumed like cumin, mm-hmm. you know? I thought, I thought their brains are just filled with knowledge. Ooh, so I like yummier. those gooey little college yeah. brains so of theirs, filled yummier. with ideals, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, Ooh, yeah. I can change the I world. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of changing the world, uh... <laughs> What animal is the tastiest? Uh, yeah. Do you have any, Do you have any thoughts on this? You put thoughts into this before. Mm, well, do I have an animal that I typically reach for yeah. in terms of like the foods that I make? Mm-hmm. I find myself more in the poultry family. I find myself eating more poultry. Well, you and the rest of the world, I will say, are the same. Yeah, effectively. So okay. poultry is the most commonly eaten category in yeah, the world. Yeah, so right? it's what? It's chicken, it's turkey, it's Yeah, you fall into duck and you fall duck. into all these okay. other sort of uh fowls. Fowls, you know what I mean? Ga- so game birds. Game birds. Uh chicken has overtaken the world. Technically there's actually more pork eaten across the world than chicken by itself. Is that true? Yeah, and a lot of that is coming it's really interesting. The politics of meat and meat production and meat consumption. Uh-huh. Is really fascinating to me because pork is the most commonly, not the most commonly eaten. Um, pork is the most eaten in total terms of weight, single animal in the world. 
a lot of that is coming mm-hmm. from China. China has obviously oh, the biggest population in the world. Sure. More in China than India, right? I think there's more people in China than India. Anyway. Um, I think it's China, India, Russia? Or is Russia no, not as populated? China, India is US 3 and then Indonesia 4. Is that true? Yeah. Well, little... I just think it's so crazy because, you know, there's there's how many Muslims in the world? 3 billion? A whole lot. Yeah, yeah. And like... That's a couple large, Jews. There's, couple, couple, there's Jews. A couple Jews in there. <laughs> so that's a large chunk of the world that does not even touch pork. And then there's a lot of the world that doesn't touch beef. Yeah. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Hinduism. Mm-hmm. I also, but the thing is, I so I cook more chicken, but I like to eat beef the mostest. <laughs> uh, that's. I mean, chicken is a hell of a lot cheaper than yeah, beef, yeah. and so there's a lot of economic reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, what goes into people's meat consumption, also health reasons. I eat a lot of chicken because yeah. I UN World Health Organization report came out that was like, hey, eating red meat, probably pretty bad for you. But then people yeah. say a lot of things are bad for you, but I like to give yeah. myself one thing where I'm like, well, at least I'm just eating chicken. Yeah. So I agree with you that when I'm cooking at home tonight, I'm going to go home and I'm going to marinate some chicken thighs yeah. and I'm going to bake them off till they're crispy and I'm going to slather them in hot sauce. Mm, yum. Because um, I spent the last several weeks just utterly gorging you myself were going hard. Boys. You were going hard. I was going really hard. I need to calm it down, man. I've eaten too much gombo uh, <laughs> over the last couple <laughs> weeks to tell you what. Boy, was it good. Um, But I think if we're talking about like tastiest animals to eat. I think we should try mm. and divorce ourselves from economics, from politics, okay. uh, from convenience, and be like, what are the tastiest animals to eat? Okay, if I'm not thinking of tastiest, my top three animals that I do eat is definitely chicken, beef, and salmon. Those are the three. Oh, salmon. So much salmon. I eat a lot of salmon. Do you even like salmon? I like I like fish. I do. Well, I love raw salmon, but I don't love to eat raw salmon. And you, all the but time. you're not making raw salmon at home, no, right? No, no, no. Like I love I love raw salmon. I like cured salmon. And yeah, I actually I but like eating a fat fillet of salmon cooked. You like it? Yeah, I do actually. Hmm. Also, I think about like the health benefits of the omega three fatty acids, hair, skin, and nails, biotin. I don't need it. You know, I just eat the fish. But those are my top three that I find myself eating the most. But if if it wasn't up to me. I think it's a different story. Yeah. Because I think back to whenever, like, I first started really falling in love with food and, like, considering it a a career and an option for me was when I was in culinary school and we were eating duck, like, all the time. Mm. Like, two times a week because we were learning how to cook it. And let me tell you, I truly think duck might be the most delicious meat in the world. There, wait, hold on. I, that's I a that's very poultry. strong case for duck, I know duck, it's though. poultry, and I know that it still falls into the category, but oh my gosh, a properly rendered duck breast, uh, what is it, uh, a duck leg confit, like the cracklings, I mean, it's just, I love and the You think flavor. about the curing capabilities, too. I know duck prosciutto, which is mm-hmm. something we learned in school. So whenever I first fell in love with food, I fell in love with duck as a result, and do I still love it like 10 years later? Yes, I do. If it's ever on a menu, I don't normally, the thing is, it's so special to me mm-hmm. and it's so fatty and unctuous and hard hard to cook yeah. well that I, I barely ever get it. But when I do get it, I just remind myself, oh yeah, this is good. This is special. It's the best. There's a very strong case for duck being number one. I wonder, though, if you and I grew up eating more duck, if we would feel different about it. Never grew up eating duck. Most people in America yeah, didn't. Yeah, yeah. And so, it, like you said, it was something special. It was something Epicurean. But mm-hmm. 
Taste for taste, man. It's great. Julie and I just got into a little bit of an argument about a duck dish that we ate that was, I think, the best thing that I had mm-hmm. in New Orleans. Just got back from the trip to New Orleans, so that's going to be my whole personality it's for okay. the next— It's okay. South Africa was cool, but now I'm excited for New Orleans, Yeah, I'll bring up South Africa later, but New Orleans Josh <laughs> is here, and I was I brought I bought an anklet, and I was rocking an ankle bracelet with— Do you uh, have it on right now? Dude, no, but um, when I rock loafers, <laughs> oh my God, anywho, um, <laughs> we went to a spot called Toops Meadery, Chef Isaac Toops. Uh, And he had a special on the menu that was a whole duck. Most of the time, they don't like whole duck because, like you said, you take the dark meat, you confit it, cook Mm -hmm, it low and mm -hmm, slow. mm -hmm. A lot of fat renders through it. But the breast, it can get dry if you confit it. It just turns into that tuna salad consistency. Yep, not good. Um, And so you render the fat, cook it rare, whatever. But he did a whole smoked duck that was smoked for 24 hours. Marinated in bourbon, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so super sweet. Served it on heirloom grits with pepper jelly. Ooh. That's it. No, no, like pickle, no crunchy things. Ugh. Just smoke, fat, heat, grit, bam. Mm. This we ate the dark meat first, and it was well so smoky and so cured in sugar and salt that it ate like ham. Yum. And then I was worried about the breast. So I was like, well, it's gonna be dry somehow, some way. This breast was so freaking tender and meaty and there was so much subcutaneous fat because it was smoked so low and slow Mm -hmm. that it didn't have that hard heat to render it. But the amount of just fat and unctuous duck meat and the fat and skin absorbed so much flavor. So special, right? And that was a special dish. Julia was like, well, I love the taste of duck and this just tastes like ham. Because it was smoked. Because it was smoked and cured. But to me, one of the things about animals, we're not just talking about the taste of the flesh, right? This is a reason, mm. because we talk about the structure, the intramuscular fat, where mm-hmm. the joints are, where the skin is, where the sure. fat is. The animal structure is part of, you know, how the good it's The yumminess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why when you go to a place like a, a sausage, there's a sausagery? Wurstkuche? Wurstkuche. Love it. It's great. And they were revolutionary in L.A., opened up maybe 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're God, the fries might be the best in the city. Oh, my God. Fire. Oh, somebody, I just want Belgian, fries and like, beer thickums. right now. That's all thickums. I want. Um, but their sausages, they would have alligator sausage and rattlesnake sausage yeah. and duck and rabbit sausage. And it's like, that's cool, but you're grinding this into oblivion. You're mixing it with spices. You can't taste the character of the animal. I think that's the point. I think the point was to get people to say, I had the rattlesnake and rabbit sausage. Correct. I've eaten rattlesnake before. You know? Yeah. It was, like, it was like cool points. No, 100%. Yeah. And that's totally fine. But you're missing out on the actual animal, right? Yeah, so, the actual taste of the flesh. Yeah. yeah. And so the duck, even though it tasted like ham, it was like, oh, it was all that fat and flesh. Was it ducky? It was still kind of ducky, yeah. Okay. Um, but man, oh, duck is a good... Also, Thai duck noodle soup is probably my favorite Peking noodle duck? soup. Peking duck? Duck a l'orange? I love, <sighs> I love it. I, I mean, I made a fesenjun, which is this like old school <sighs> Persian dish, which was That's a good duck application. traditionally made with duck. So I think duck might be my numero uno favorite animal to eat. Damn, that's <sighs> a good one. Because I, I don't eat it all the time. I initially had it as number five on my list. Yes, what? we did create You made list. a list? I made a list. I made a list. Um, <laughs> okay. Do you, you want to just number number one off the top? I could tell you. Okay, so this. So hi, my name is Nicole, and I'm going to be reciting Josh's top ten animals to yeah. what, which is a typo of eat. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> number one. Josh loves shrimp slash other crustaceans, including lobster, crabs, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep just run oh, through the list, and then two, we'll analyze it. Uh, pig, preferably, preferably the. I, mean, I don't know how to say that word. Preferably, preferably, preferably. Sorry, <laughs> the weird kinds. What, like the hairy ones? Yeah, mangalitsa, kunekunes, large blacks, red wattles, suckling. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, number three, mutton hogget lamb. Yeah, now, hogget. Okay, now this is where mm. I have a problem Go with ahead. you. Yeah. Because mutton and lamb are the same animal. They're just slaughtered at different ages. Correct. Yeah, well, okay, so, so— And mutton tastes different than lamb— a thousand percent. You can't of course, but veal tastes different than beef, but they're both the same animals. And we're talking about what's the best animal to eat. Well, I, I've like, lumped some other well, things Well, then you in. might as well just say caviar and, and sturgeon at that point. Not a, it's actually pretty good. Get, normally, Nicole's not great with the logic, but I kind of like that. No, but that's like uh, <laughs> Me? I am the most logical person that works here. Yeah, I guess you put, could put the sturgeon in the same. The sturgeon kind of jumps up to at least a number eight spot if you're including the caviar. Because <laughs> sturgeon meat is fine. I've had smoked sturgeon and all that. Sturgeon. It's okay. You I smoke like any more, fish. I like it more than like white fish. Well, I lump in another couple things. At nine, right. you see, I say big ass fish, oh, yeah, tuna yeah. salmon, swordfish. Now, when you say big-ass fish, yeah. do you mean, like, big fish or fishes with big butts? I mean, listen, I don't body shame, you know? I don't like this BBLs on fish movement or, you know, you got all these uh, mahi-mahi out here trying to live up to the image of Kim K. <laughs> and I know, she's like, she's, like, thin again? She doesn't? Did she take the, the butt out? Yeah. She What's took, going on with these people? Josh, she took the butt out. She took the butt. Kim Kardashian took the butt out of her butt. Yeah. This is a confirmed thing. We're not going to get sued for libel, are we? I mean, we might, but I'd love to meet her in the courtroom. <laughs> you know, she's a lawyer now. Yes, I can. Kimmy's a lawyer. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Let's let's go to my oh, Sorry, top. sorry. Mutton hogget lamb number three. Number four, chicken. Number five, duck. Number six, goat. Mm-hmm. Um, number seven, clams and other mollusks, oyster mussels. Mm-hmm. Eight, cow. Can't believe cow's number eight mm, for you. Cow's not that big for me. Big ass fish. We we specified number nine, big ass fish. Yeah. Um, ten, octopus and cephalopods. Yeah. And do I have to say the last one? Yeah, say the last one. All the things that Joe Rogan says you should eat. I, well, I associate Joe Rogan with a lot of like uh, venison. Right, oh, he hunts a lot of his. He, he hunts a lot of I his. Can uh, I yeah, I yeah. don't listen to his podcast, so I don't know much about him. I don't listen to it often. I, I get fed clips and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I feel like he eats a lot of venison, which I like. Enjoy. What is game venison meats. considered game? Yeah, so it's, I mean, venison's a deer, right? And so, so I, I've eaten a lot of yeah game, but like uh, I don't know. Is buffalo. No, I think I put buffalo and cow. Okay. <laughs> Would you or buffalo? They're probably like very related, related right? They're okay. both like bovine, bison, I bison. believe. Bison, buffalo, cow is all one category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, we'll and I've that. eaten a lot of water buffalo. I've eaten a lot of uh, venison. Oh, cattle and buffalo are different species. Well, okay, we're lumping a lot of things in. Are you Let's... a Taurus? I am a Taurus. Then you are a buffalo. I'm like a Taurus sun and a Taurus moon. Oh, I knew that about you. And I'm something else. Okay, so number one, I have sh- I have shrimp and other crustaceans. I initially had this lower on the list, and then... I like shrimp. I thought about how much I love specifically shrimp, and I don't I don't think there's a better animal to eat. I love shrimp. And if you can lump in things like lobster and crab... Yeah. Any sort of langoustine, chub lobster, th- those are the best animals to eat. I think they're just, they're they're like hard to eat sometimes. I like the, I'll throw crawfish in this too. Risk and reward, you know, it's like you, you're digging, you're digging. I don't like digging into the carcasses all the time. Why not? 
Well, you know you can pay somebody to dig through the carcasses uh, yourself. You can get peeled, deveined, cooked shrimp. Yeah. You know what I've been doing as a little treat to myself? Mm -hmm. You know how um, you go to a store and you buy yourself a little $4 kombucha? Right? Yes. That's a fun little treat. All the time. What I've started to do at the meat section at my local Ralph's grocery store, you can buy a $5 little (laughs) grab-and-go cup of shrimp cocktail. <laughs> and I'll eat the oh shrimp God. cocktail with in my car. Kombu- with the kombucha? No, I stopped buying the kombucha to save money because I don't think kombucha does anything. I'll throw that one out there. I think the probiotic thing, utter scam. I eat yogurt and stuff. I'm I don't I'm not a person who needs probiotics. I am a person though who needs shrimp cocktail in my car. I call it shrimp cocktail. <laughs> That's a good one. That's that was good. That was worth that. That was yeah, a payoff. But think about like that was sp- kind of like you. That was kind of like me digging in a crawfish. Yeah. Yeah. Long story, but the payoff pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> payoff for the crawfish. You get like one pinky nail size little nubbin of meat. I don't know. It's 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 tough to eat, but I love shrimp. I love shrimp. I think shrimp is just the best. Head of on it. shrimp that you get from like a crawfish boil, mm, seafood boil. Sorry. That's what I'm saying. But like you get uh, this. The the structure of the animals that we're talking about. I love pulling off the head and sucking out the juices through the head. Um, yeah, I do too. But little sea bugs, dude. They're great. I like sea bugs. I like sea bugs. I don't think they crack the top five for me. No. What? Okay. What do you got next? So I have duck as my first one. Honestly, cow. I love steak. Mm. I love. I love meat. I mm. love. I I love meat so much. <laughs> I just think about it. I really freaking like it. And I know it, like everyone's like, oh, you shouldn't eat that much red meat. I don't care. I it's think, so yeah. yummy. It's so like, yummy. And there's people, there's plenty of people that eat a ton of red meat it's and have so yummy. good lives. What, what's your favorite thing about cow? Because for me, I have mutton slash hogget slash lamb a couple spots above cow because to me, anything cow can do, I think lamb can do better. Really? Yeah, I, t- I take There's lamb over cow almost any day. What's your case for cow? Well, what do you mean? It's delicious. It's it's. But you're it's, talking just flavor for flavor. Cow yeah, better than lamb. Cow better than mm. lamb. Lamb can sometimes taste really gamey and really strong. It can be mm-hmm. off-putting. Beef is quite a new, it's a neutral, straight umami meat flavor, which I really enjoy. Mm. And, I, I, and yeah. I think there's a lot of applications, like like. You could you could sear it, you could <laughs> stew it, you could you could do everything everything you can do with beef is fine. Also it's such a large animal and there's so many different pieces you can eat. That's a good case cheek for cow. Meat, ke- cheek meat is different than tongue meat is different than the rump roast is different than ribs. And I love that so much. It's so different. That's a good case for cow, because every animal has roughly the same amount of parts because they're Humans, no. ab- humans' ability to believe in a fiction. Mm. We only believe that short ribs exist because somebody cut, cut the rib. a cow into it that way. Um, cow don't know it got a short rib. No. Right? We know it got a short rib because we eat it. Yeah. Right? Um, the tri-tip was, like, invented Random. in, like, 1960. Yeah. Some guy just cut a cow differently, and now sure. a tri-tip suddenly exists. Yes. Right? We've, we've drawn fiction from objective reality. Um, thing is, on a cow, is those things is big. Big and they, plentiful. Big. Big and plentiful. Right? You ever have, like, uh, an animal's ribs that, like, you shouldn't eat? Like, goat ribs or something? Lamb ribs. Not that you shouldn't eat. Or, like, lamb ribs even, right? But they're I good, but they're... My, I had lamb ribs one time at a place called oh. Pika. Do you remember Pika. That? Oh, Peruvian restaurant? Yeah, Chef yeah, Ricardo yeah, yeah, Sarate? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. I, I went there, and I had their lamb ribs. It was so delicious. But did I feel bad? No. <laughs> Am I supposed to? No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, um, you can get, like, got eight different cuts from the rib area of a there cow, you go. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Large Lamb, format. you kind of got the ribs, and that's it. They're so small that you got to kind of serve them whole. Mm-hmm. So cow is a more fun puzzle to figure out than lamb. Yeah, there's a lot of yummy stuff on a cow. 
And I feel like around the world, a lot of people eat it, with the exception of a few. Yeah. What do you, what do you think the best cow-consuming cultures are? Oh, Korea. Korea. Korean barbecue, baby. Yeah, so yeah. much meat. America. Hanwoo Han beef. Oh, Korean America. Bu- you, ever, you ever had a steak? You ever had prime rib in Texas? No. Neither have I, but I'm <laughs> sure it's delicious. Let me just say. Prime rib's like a British thing. Oh. Isn't it? Am I crazy? I feel like Texas is like serve a steak, big old porterhouse. I don't know. Okay, port. Oh, and I want a rare. You just wipe that cow's ass, dehorn it, and send it mm, in. Looks like they eat it everywhere I'm sure- in the Commonwealth, including the United States and Canada. Um, I I don't know. I there's something about um, Americans love beef, and I yeah. love beef because I'm an American. <laughs> um, Persians not so much. We do a little bit of a lamb and a little bit of beef. What else? I think I think Korean and American. I mean, all beef hot dogs too. The hamburger. I mean, yeah, I love oh, burgers. The hamburger. Cheeseburgers is, is my good, favorite food. Cheeseburgers yeah. is my family. Yeah. Cow cow utterly deserves deserves <laughs> to be up there. Did you just utterly. say cow utterly? Have you ever had uh, utter? utter cow utter? No, but I've seen videos of people cooking cow utter. Yeah, I've never had it either. Um, Do you want to? That's a good one. Uh, what? Where can we have it? I'm sure we can find it. There's there's a spot in Santa Barbara, California, I believe called Lily's Tacos that serves, is it Tacos al Vapor? Like mm-hmm. steamed tacos? Or maybe they call it barbacoa, mm-hmm. but it refers to a whole cooked cow's head. Mm-hmm. I know udders ain't near the head, but <laughs> they just basically have all the individual cow parts. You can yeah. get tacos de labios, tacos de ojos, tacos de orejas. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, you know, ears, eyes, lips, mm-hmm. uh, respectively. Depending on which order I said yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know what order you said it. Yeah. But anyways, like, they just steam the whole cow's head, which, or cacheta, which is a cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, to your point, so many individual parts of the cow that You've are fun You've been said just, like, eat. parts of the head, and all of those things taste good. I've never had callops before, but I've seen them on the internet, and it's kind of spooky. It's a little spooky. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. Once you put it, it in a taco with some Everything, cilantro, yeah, yeah, cebollas, yeah, yeah. and a little bit of salsa, yeah, it's man, good. that's a fun time. It's good eats. You want to get some beers in you, too. Um sure. I'm kind of coming around to cow now. Okay. I, this is part of my just steak reactionary or That's steak okay. reactionism, right? That's fine. This this podcast doesn't really mean anything. No, this means nothing. Yeah. Um, We're going to have new good. opinions tomorrow. <laughs> Let's get into the whole, you were criticizing me for having mutton and lamb as the same meat. This pisses me off, Josh Sharer. Nicole's pissed off. I'm pissed. I don't like when Nicole's pissed. That's not true. You find enjoyment I in it. I really do. I, in fact, I spur <laughs> it like a cattle prod. I go, and she gets all mad. <laughs> Um, but okay, so so mutton is an adult lamb. A lamb, they're all sheep. Yeah, but if you go to the store and they have like a pound of stew meat that is lamb and a pound of stew meat that is mutton, sorry for judging you, mm-hmm. those would be two different, they're two different expressions of meat. So is a rabbi in a porterhouse. They're still part no, of the cow. This is the same it, animal. This is a, this, again, this is a collective fiction. This is the, the sheep does not know it Josh, is either a mutton, a hogget, or a lamb. Josh. Whenever adults go to jail, they have to be 18 and above, right? <laughs> because they're adults. I'm, tra- I'm tracking where you're okay, going with so this. I was like, going to start by saying, I like <laughs> lamb chops. And now Nicole's talking about uh, the carceral state. Yeah. I started watching Oz. No. Have you ever seen it before? <laughs> Never too late to start, huh? Have you ever seen no. it before? Greatest show I've ever seen on HBO. <laughs> Do I confuse you with my choices? All the time. Okay, good. Um, and let me just say, like, you know, it's like an adult has a different thought process than than mm-hmm. a child. And the, a lamb is a child and all of their all of their bones aren't fused together and their meat tastes different. <laughs> the meat does taste different, yeah. but I, I think it's the same uh listen, if we go by a theistic 
thought process here. I think God just created one thing called a sheep, uh-huh. and then that's like the animal, right? When I, I wrote yeah, this, yeah, but we, but we <laughs> as humans, as butchers, okay. co- are you what? Go, go. Oh, oh, sorry. Us, we as humans, as like butchers, we put like a different label on both of those things. Yes, they are the same animal, but it becomes one edible thing and then another edible thing due to time. So a lamb in America, I believe, is legally defined as, someone could fact check this, but I think it might be slaughtered before like six months. So sad. To be considered a lamb, which is interesting because in other cultures, I believe the differentiation between lamb, hogget, and mutton, hogget would be like a teenage uh, mutton and a mutton would be... An adult, yeah, lambs are six to seven months. <laughs> so sad. Um, I mean, chickens are slaughtered. Like, uh, mm. pigs are slaughtered in six to seven months, and those are just considered adult pigs because we have just abused science to grow them giant and fat, which is why they're the most commonly eaten uh, animal in the world because mm-hmm. they're so easy and cheap to produce. Can I make my third best animal to eat ones that are made in a laboratory? <laughs> yeah, abominations of science. <laughs> yeah, Come number three going to be Just abom- like a lump of flesh and cells <laughs> just going like, kill me. You <laughs> yeah. Know? yeah, turn that into a hamburger. <laughs> yeah, I want that one for my number three. So it's duck Beef and abominations of society. Those are my top three animals to eat. I mean, think about, like, how they, like, synthesize proteins and they create, like, literally they scrape cells off of, like, a cow and then they go in a Petri dish and then the cells multiply and then they make lab-grown meat. That's kind of awesome. Is that going to be a thing in, like, 50 years? I think where it's going to be a thing here, in five years. Maybe five here, months. We're going, ah, it'll never happen. And then 50 you years think we're going to do gonna this like in 50 used- years? I don't know. I'm going to be 80. Oh, inshallah, inshallah. Um, uh, mutton, better than lamb, because they're different things. I've heard mutton and lamb. No, lamb mutton. tastes better than an- mutton. No, wait, no. You let the animal age and mature. The gaminess only increases. Gets not, a more beefy, t- beefy flavor and texture. Not everybody likes gaminess. Ages of animals. Let's switch. Switch here. I have chicken at four. I eat more chicken than anything. You can chicken is perfectly good enough. A chicken thigh is my most commonly eaten meat. I eat chicken. I breast. really love it. Chicken breast, yeah, I mean, same. We, you know, it's uh, chicken breast That's is good. most you commonly eat the thigh, eaten. I eat the breast. Yeah, I'll get some sense. chicken wings when I'm drinking. You know, we yeah, basically yeah. use the whole animal between us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a difference, though. The difference between like lamb and mutton, uh, chickens are slaughtered so, so quick in America. Yeah. And American chickens really don't have any flavor. I feel like the person who studied abroad for two weeks and came back saying, Barcelona. About American chickens, but you have like Coco Vin, right? Mm-hmm. There's like a very specific chicken. I don't know if it's like Poulet au, poulet au Brest. Is it's that a special, it's, it's like the yellow chickens. It's a yellow ass chicken, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah, a different yeah. kind of chicken they yeah. use. And when I was in South Africa, it's getting brought up again. I had a chicken that was like several years old. It was called, let's see if I can uh, hit the accent, Omelette Croix. Huh? Okay. Uh, and it was literally raised for several years. And the difference between that chicken and like an American chicken. Just miles apart. Better? The Yeah, the bird flavor in that was so wow. intense. And it was cooked with so many spices, like boiled slowly, whole. Really fantastic. Um, I think chicken, when done right, has a fantastic flavor. Sure. Also, fried chicken, baby. That's the best food mm-hmm. in the world. That's the best Love food in the world. fried chicken. Uh, we haven't talked about pig meat. What do you want to talk about? I don't – I love – I love – Cured pork products. Same. A lot. <laughs> Same. And cured pork products, I think, objectively better than cured beef products. The proteins I agree with you. react differently when you're curing them, right? thousand percent. I love cured pork products. What, like brajola? Yeah, this is a What am brajol. I going to do with brajol? No, it's, it's a perfectly Arugula fine thing. But literally, or like even like pastrami, right? As like a cured oh, beef. Oh, no, I like pastrami more than I do prosciutto. 
Sure, they're, they're like different things, but the world of pork, uh, you know, salumi, yes, yeah, sal- salumi, salumi or charcuterie, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so so much bigger, Vast. yeah, and for like a good reason. The protein yeah. structures react differently to the curing process. Sure. Beef always gets this heavy snappiness to it, very, yeah, which is fun so. in something like pastrami, corned beef, whatever. Yeah, um, but the variety of what you can do with the pig. Yeah, that's fun. Pork man. belly, yum. Mm-hmm. You could Bacon. cook pork belly fifty million times you in know? fifty million ways. So like pig, and also I think it has a neutral enough flavor profile. I put pig the weird kinds because heritage breed pigs are really fun. Yeah, the funky little dude. Yeah, and you get like mangalitsa pork blade chops red. that have it's bright red bright flesh, red. thick fat that just melts if you like. Looks like picanha. Oh, it looks like yeah, picanha. Yeah. It's got the big fat cat pig yeah. meat. Again, it's raised very commonly because it's so it's cheap and it can feed a lot of people, sure. especially in a rapidly urbanizing market. Um, and uh, there's insane stats about how um, <laughs> pre World War One and of course World War Two uh, meat consumption rising exponentially among people. Sure, historically the world. Um, you know, when people watch something like The Gilded Age or something, they're like, if I was alive back then, I would have been part of high society. It's like, yeah, right. you would have been a manual laborer and you probably would have died of tuberculosis if statistics. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you made it past uh, infancy. Um, but no, most people were manual laborers, farmers, yep. and most people were eating whatever grain they possibly could. Meat as an everyday thing for a majority of people. And I know there's a lot of cultures that are fully vegetarian, but that's a very new thing. And so pork mm-hmm. right now is like it's really feeding the world's Nuts. rapidly urbanizing population. It's so crazy to Despite me. the fact that three billion people ish in the world. Maggie, you can Google how many Muslims are in the world just so we don't <laughs> keep spreading this information. Um but yeah, despite the fact that there are billions of people who don't, don't. eat it whatsoever. Yeah. Let's see how many oh, one point eight billion. Almost two billion. Almost two billion. That's that's a good amount. Yeah, yeah. Um there's another animal that there's a commonly thrown about phrase that hmm. goat is the most, quote, commonly eaten animal in the world? I don't... It's not that I have, like, a fact check on that. It's just odd to me. It reflects... So if you look at it, like, by weight per capita or whatever, it reflects, like, less than 4% Why do of people correct? say that, then? Because there are a lot of people who don't eat cow. There's a lot of people who do not eat um, beef. Or, mm-hmm. sorry, there's a lot of people who don't eat cow. There's a lot of people who don't eat pork. Mm-hmm. And so almost everybody in a vacuum, I suppose, can eat goat, whatever. And they're very oh, commonly raised in third world countries, sure. wherever. But it's a bit of a meaningless stat that I don't think you can verify whatsoever. I dig on goat, though. I just think it's a, it's I don't a love leaner it. lamb. I don't love it. Maybe I just haven't had the proper preparations. I've had, like, some, but I don't find myself, like, reaching for it more. Yeah. It's just a preference thing, man. I'm willing to crown duck the winner. Are you? That's I don't know, crazy. man. I, I duck and shrimp. You know, you just let me live off of that for a while. I can make duck, shrimp, no cow though. I could go the rest of my life without eating beef and be very happy. No way. Hundred percent. I would really? never need to eat it again. Impossible. Impossible. Yeah. I would rather give up beef than lamb. I wouldn't want to, like, make my own hot dogs all the time. (laughs) You really love hot dogs, huh? (laughs) You've brought it up a few times. Well, because all beef hot dogs are so much better than pork hot dogs. I love all beef hot dogs. Like, you get any sort of mixed meat hot dog. No, the all beef. But, like, you can do it with lamb. It'd be just as good. I just, no, nobody's doing it. Disagree. It's a problem. I absolutely disagree with you. Somebody on that. who makes it. We and need I'm not to find, about like, Josh, we need to come to a middle ground here, man. Come somebody, on. No, I need to address the people real quick. If you make a lamb hot dog, and I'm not talking about like a merguez, I'm not talking uh, about like no a merguez, lamb sausage. No Moroccan I'm food saying, stuff over here. <laughs> I, I don't want to, 2024, I want to eat more Moroccan food. Anyways, lamb, pro, like proper emulsified lamb hot dogs, send me some because I want to try it. 
Um, consensus. Let's just do our top five animals we can eat. Let's do top five. I'm, I'm not in order. Duck number. Okay. Okay. Fine. Ducks, duck, ducks duck, in there. Ducks. Duck. What a special bird. Tramp. Shrimp, yeah, come on, shrimp. You got so excited when we were talking shrimp. about shrimp. Don't what act else? like what you else? weren't what excited. Else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, pig. Pigs, it's fueling the world. Sorry, mom. Pig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to accept that cow because uh, it is a giant puzzle piece of an animal and it has inspired like so much creativity. We like tacos. I've eaten some good lamb tacos, man. No, I've eaten better. No, no, I've eaten better carne tacos than lamb tacos. Yeah, but they were grilling up. I don't know, man. I had this dish called michote de borrego. Ooh, lamb cooked with avocado I've had leaves. It, I've had it on mm. the spit. I've had it on lamb a spit. On the spit. It's good. On. All right, fine. I'll give you beef. I'll give you beef. Now we need a we need a fifth. Okay, should we do lamb? Oh, I didn't get to talk about how much I love clams. Oh, Aww. That's kind of the end of that sentence, though. I just really <laughs> dig on clams. Oh. What's a good fifth one? Oh, chick, chicken. Come on, chicken's the workhorse okay, of the okay, world. Let's, chicken's let's... the workhorse of the world. Chicken. What do you mean chicken? Don't get sad about it. You'd be grateful you have chicken. A hundred years ago, people were dying of tuberculosis. They were just working in factories, <laughs> and the factories, you know, they'd be taking smoke breaks inside. They'd be going up in flames. They would have killed it. We work a cushy job and eat chicken every night. You think I would work in a factory? You would have been a kept woman? I'd be shoveling sh- <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nicole. Hey. We've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky opinions are rattling out there in the universe. Time for a segment we call Opinions Are Like Casseroles. Use your other hand. I don't want to use my other hand. Use your other hand. Opinions. Nicole's making me dance again. But before we get to that, we have everybody's favorite segment of the entire podcast. We have gotten all the responses, and you have said, this is your single favorite part. It's called Review a Review. We take one of your reviews from Apple Podcasts and we review it ourselves. Nicole, you ready for this? We got five stars from R. Chase K. Review this, they've titled it. Nicole and Josh are the two best potters out there, and I can always count on them for the real deal. Even if Josh's taste in grits and Whataburger are whack, Nicole more than makes up for this with her natural grace, charm, and effluvient wit. I do wish they brought the other mythical chefs in with them a bit more often. Love y'all. Chase from Austin. What does effluviant mean? That's a great... Effl- I don't believe effluviant. Uh, did he mean ebullient? Oh, effluviant. <laughs> Pertaining to effluvium, offensively smelly. Oh, I've been found out. Uh, Nicole does smell. I, uh, actually I smell good. S- now I take paper towels and I soak them with Febreze and I shove them <laughs> deep in my nostrils so that you can't see them, but that's how I'm I potting smell so I smell delicious all the time. My perfume collection is envious. You should be envious of my perfume collection. I'm sorry. I don't want to talk about that. What Can I Can I talk about porridges again? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just no. waiting for you to finish. No. Really quickly. It's very quick. And I give re- this five stars. Well, yeah, but it pertains to the, their comment about my grits. So I think what they're talking about is I've said that I enjoy sweet grits. I think Oh, I think with grits, sugar? Ew. I think grits are nice with sugar. But that, I, I, I that. love savory grits. I just talked about the savory love grits with savory the duck. Grits. But sweet grits, I think, are good because I just think all grains can be sweet or savory, right? Yep, okay. arroz, arroz con leche, arroz con pollo, yeah, right? But, okay, but like that's like such a small, like that's like in, if you have like 10 rice dishes, like maybe one of them are, are sweet. Yeah, and I want to eat it, you know? That's what I'm saying. Same with grits. Like I'd rather, I've eaten a lot more savory grits than sweet, but I'm saying it's nice. It's, but I, I did recently try and make a porridge out of a grain that was wildly unsuccessful. Was it amaranth? No, it was just couscous. I like didn't have any oats. Well, I didn't have any rice. Pasta. 
Yeah, but not couscous pasta. Not like fregola, not like the pearled couscous, but proper like Tunisian. Like but it this? is still pasta. It's semolina flour. Yeah, but I thought it would break down and porridge more. And there's a stronger wheat taste to couscous than I remembered. Mm-hmm. I love it. All it was couscous. really a bummer as far as a sweet breakfast porridge goes. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I'm willing to to open up my stance on. Uh, so so they called I'm my so wit smelly. Sorry, they I'm, said my wit is offensively smelly, I but mean still five out of five out of five. I just I ate a lot of ham earlier. I also just burped. Twins. <laughs> All right, let's get to that first opinion. <laughs> Did you hey, Josh. Hey, Nicole. Uh, my name is Dane. I'm from Louisiana, and I need you guys to help solve the debate between Louisiana natives on which how to cook crawfish. It's also called crawfish, not crawdads. Anyone calls it a crawdad is a, is a poser. Weren't you but, just there? I was. So in near <laughs> Baton Rouge it's not area... Crawfish. It's not crawfish season, though. ...is where... When you boil the crawfish, you boil it in just seasoned water, hyper-seasoned water, and you pull it out with all your accoutrement and everything, pour it on a table and everything, and you're done. Mm. And towards the other side, in like the Lafayette area, I believe, uh, they will boil it, some boil with like no seasoned water, just straight water, and then they'll season the outside of the shell. Mm. I need a debate settled with this, and I feel like you guys are the best ones to do it. Okay, bye. Uh, so one, Lafayette is like, that's real Cajun country mm-hmm. up there, right? Um, so who am I to tell them what they're doing wrong? And then if you go to New Orleans, well, more actually Houston, but we're talking like Viet Cajun style food. Mm-hmm. They're putting a lot of garlic butter on everything. So a lot of our mm-hmm. seafood boil places in California, mm-hmm. they're actually owned by Viet people. And theirs always comes with butter. And that's yeah. always a welcome addition for me. But I love it. Really good. But I think the key to what he said is hyper seasoned, right? Hyper. Like, hyper. Like we're not talking about uh, pasta water seasoned, right? No, no, no. We're talking about, this is like 50-50, some sort of Cajun seasoning and water. And then all of that basically sediment sort of gets within the shells of everything. Mm-hmm. And not only that, when you dump it all out and it sort of naturally evaporates over time, you, you're like literally getting powder. Right. Yeah. Which is a good thing. That's what you want. It's yummy. But to me, that's the best way to get everything. Coated. Coated in there. Yeah. It's like sand. It's like sand. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so I would say that's uh, the right way to do it. I saw a video of a man doing it with Sunny Delight. Yeah, I don't really have... Wrong way to do it. I don't really have, like, an opinion because I, I've i never been to Louisiana and, like, I'm not a big <sighs> crawfish person. Again, I'm a head-on shrimp girl. But uh, I trust you and I think <laughs> I know what you're talking about and I can't wait to eat some whenever I go down to Louisiana. Uh, one, one, of my, one of the greatest meals of my life was a crawfish boil in Baton Rouge, mm. and it was just, I mean, I think we had eight large men there. I was the smallest of us at 260 pounds. Wow. We each drank about a gallon of beer and ate at least eight a, pounds of crawfish. A gallon of beer? We were there for f- like four or five hours just okay, eating crawfish. A gallon, of beer. gallon of beer? That's not that much. That's 10 beers. That was a lot okay, of beers. Okay, that's a lot of beer. That's As a lot of beer, but we're Oktoberfest, large. Oktoberfest, that large. was a lot of, okay, fine. And it was a light beer, um, but uh, yeah, just, you know, Whichever way you do it, even if you're sprinkling it on the outside of shells, what I do with almost every little crawdaddy tail, mm-hmm. you pull he it said apart. It's not crawdaddies. Crawdaddies. Not crawdaddies. So that's what the man who gave us our gator tour in Jean Lafitte, Louisiana. <laughs> that's what he called it. But anywho, you take the crawfish tail, and I'm just I'm mashing it at the rest of the shells, getting the seasoning on it. I'm sucking my fingers. I'm drinking beer. I ain't too worried about it, man. I feel like if you're worried about your crawfish boils, you're doing crawfish boils wrong, baby. Everyone calls each other baby in Louisiana. I know. They say baby. 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 I like it. 
Hey, what's going on, guys? Love the podcast. Why? Uh, I wanted to say that. <laughs> in my opinion, cream cheese and jelly sandwiches are just as good as peanut butter and jelly oh. sandwiches. I said what I said. Don't knock it till you try it. You can even uh, spice it up with some good old Kraft American Signals or <laughs> provolone, Munster, cheddar cheese with some jelly. Stop while you're ahead, friend. You lost me there, <laughs> handsome. I know it's kind of basic, but help you out in a pinch. I grew up with a friend of mine that was a cream cheese and jelly girl. Well, what what ethnicity was Persian. she? Persian. She was okay, but uh, Jewish, Jewish. Persian, Jewish, and we had it on matzah a lot. She had it on matzah a lot, actually. Is like, there a Jewish a... thing there? Because I grew up eating cream cheese and jelly sandwiches. Maybe. What would the Jewy thing be? What are you talking like, about? Like, well, like why would that? Um... We like about well, cream cheese with locks. Don't have locks. Okay, I guess we just have Kid cream cheese jelly. in the house all the time. Kid wants jelly. Yeah, that's a good point. We just we're just a uh, cream cheese eating. We got people. a lot of cream cheese. Yeah, we got a lot of cream cheese. But there's like nothing even Jewish about cream cheese either. I can't help you with this. You know what I mean? It's not like Kugel, Kugel, which has, you know, like hundreds of years of tradition uh, in Central Europe, like Ashkenazi Jewish food, you know, or even bagels. You can track it back. But like cream cheese? I can't help you. What do we got to do with cream cheese? But let me tell you, side note, complete side note. I went to Russ and Daughters in New York, Mm. and they had the most beautiful caviar cream cheese, and it was Mm. the most delicious thing I've ever put in my mouth. Man. Do that. No, cream cheese and jelly. That was a big childhood staple for me, and I haven't I eaten it in it. a long time. I sometimes, like, whenever I'm, I'm feeling myself, I have a piece of, of sourdough toast, and I heat it up. I toast it, and then I put cream cheese, and then bon maman jelly, mm-hmm. and then some sea salt, and then maybe a few chia seeds, and it's really freaking good. Mm. Lost me at the cheese edition. The extra ah, cheeses, I, I don't like it. it. I can see it. It's not for me. Wow, that recording was really something, you sexy minxes, you. <laughs> meow. My name is Matt from meow. Riverside, California, and here's my weird food opinion. Regular goldfish dipped in A1 steak sauce is fire. This came about when we had steak at home one night, and my kids finished theirs, and they were still hungry. They were munching on goldfish, and they had some steak sauce left on their plate. <laughs> I know. Steak sauce with home-cooked steak. I love steak sauce. Heathens. No, do not. Anyway, one fell in, they ate it, they forced us to try it, and the rest is history. (laughs) And now Goldfish and A1 is one of our go-to late-night snacks. That's cute. (laughs) All right, love you both. Love the pod. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, baby. So I learned that a minx is just a flirtatious person. Oh, we're a thinking woman. of mink. And I was thinking of mink. A coats. mink is an animal. And then, and then I googled minx cat, but it's a manx cat. Wait, so minx is so, just a word that is sprung up out of. There's no. So a mink coat. Hold on. A mink coat. What are you made out of? Let's see. Wikipedia. Like you call a woman a fox, right? That's like, oh, it's like foxy. Mm, you know what I mean? A mink That's is an a dark-colored, semi-aquatic, carnivorous mammal. We Sounds don't... sexy. We are a mink. Sexy uh, mink. Sexy little mink. But it's M-I-N-X is a mink. Not yeah, M-I-N-K. but like, where does, what's the etymology of that? Oh, I don't know. Do you like, want me to find that? out? Yeah, yeah, find that. Like an ermine. I'm hmm. going to start calling people ermines. Why are you ermines. making me work right now? It's uh, A1 steak sauce. I, no, I want to analyze. Listen, any chip and any amount of wet flavor, I'm going <laughs> to enjoy. All right, let's 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 bypass that. Yeah. Um, but what you said kind of bummed me out when you were like, I know steak sauce on homemade steak, whatever. Uh, there's been a certain kind of, I think especially food media creator, who they've taken it as their personal job to rip your pleasure away from you, right? To say, especially what? when it comes to steak, who says to that? say that you're eating it wrong. 
right? Oh, to be like, oh, A1 yeah. is bad. The steak flavor should speak for itself. Yeah. I, there's so many different cultures out there. Like, I'm yeah. thinking about like Ba Luk Lak from Vietnam where just, there's like fish sauce and garlic and ginger and it's on steak and it's a pleasure to eat. Put flavor on your damn steak. Dip you know your damn steak in ketchup if you, you want. know what it is. I think the flavor of A one is very polarizing. Not everybody wants yeah, Worcestershire Raymond, and, and, and I like it. Yeah, nobody wants like Worcestershire anchovy fish and vinegar with their meat. Like I understand. Like I'm an A one steak sauce hater, but then I went to a steakhouse in in like. Uh, San Luis Obispo, I'm not going to say where it was. And the steak was so bad, I put A1 on it because I needed to eat it. So there's a time and place for A1 to be on steak, but I believe there's a better time for it to be on goldfish. So way to go. You got it, baby. You got it. If you made the best version of A1 to put on the best A1, version of a steak. A1 is the best version of A1. It's just a crappy product. Well, I, I, But I think if you, if you made something from scratch with those flavors, right? Yeah, with uh-huh. the acid, with yeah, that yeah. deep dark, with the umami, uh-huh. you know, with that kind of like deep dark red mm. fruit. But if you made mm. the best Plum. version of that, you put ume, bo- put ume boshi in it. Pl- you know what I mean? Pulots, pulots. something fancy. I'm going to put pulots in it. If you made the best version of that sauce uh-huh. with the best version of a steak and pulots? you combine them, that's better than <laughs> just a plain good steak. <laughs> Let me speak. Pulots, <laughs> molasses, sardines. Why sardines are worse than anchovies? Well, okay, fine. Anchovies. Good, thank you. <laughs> Salt, pepper, mix it up in a sauce, let it ferment or something. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, add other spices, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some warm spices. Yeah. Like an allspice. I don't know. I'm just saying, all like, of them? A, lean into sauce. Lean into things yeah, that taste yeah, good. There, there's yeah. no points for purity in food, and, and there shouldn't be. No. And, there's, and there's a lot of historical reasons for What's why people the opposite have of pure? Literally, once spices Dirty. became once spices became democratized Dirty. and poor people could afford them, rich people decided Dirty. they wanted to start eating more simple food. Wake up, sheeple. Drink A1 by the gallon. I like simple foods, though. Is it because I'm a snob? Yeah. No, I think you aspire to aristocratic uh, bourgeois delight. Sucks. <laughs> I want to live at Saltburn. Uh, that's what I thought when watching that movie. I was like, I just feel like I could fit in. I would hate to live there. Are you know, kidding man. me? I don't know. Getting I feel like you stuff. have more uh, more tactics to want to be bougier than me, actually. Yeah, but I'd want to, like, snake in the back door, like, in Saltburn, you know? No, 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 It'd kind no, of be no. weird. Be like, oh, please. Please, Mr. Jacob Elordi. I'm just a poor college student. Can I just say, side note, Jacob Elordi might be the best animal to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with that little, like, little eyebrow piercing. I like, Ooh, girl. I like how he has this little thing going on, like, right here. Oh, tall drink of water, tell you what. All right, on that Jacob note. Jacob Lordy, you're so hot. Come on the podcast so I can look at you. Jacob Lordy, do you have any uh, weird opinions about, I don't know, Australian food? Meat pies Wait, versus sausage. Is we already had, we already had Curtis Stone. Oh, we did. And he's yeah. sexy. Yes. He, he on that note, thank you for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. we got new audio-only episodes every Wednesday and a video version here on YouTube every Sunday. What about Barry Keoghan? Is that how you say his name? Oh, I don't know. I've asked hot. so many people. You think you think he's I hot? love his eye. I think his eye shape and, like, color is, oh, my God, so unique and beautiful. If you want to be featured on Opinions by Casseroles, give us a ring and leave a quick message at 833-DOGPOD1. Big Rosman bike guy, and I thought she really ate up that Rosman. Oh, also, sh- Carrie Mulligan, too. <sighs> We would, uh, on Carrie Mulligan? She wasn't good in the movie. Even see, she was, I thought she was. She was extraneous. Yeah, I like it. She was extraneous. Uh, For more Mythical Kitchen, check out our other videos. We launch new episodes every week.
See you next time. I think the guy who played Farley was the star of a movie called Gran Turismo. Yeah, he was. I watched it on a plane. I like his nose. Opposite movies. Yeah. A lot less weird sex stuff in Gran Turismo. I don't believe you. (laughs) 